Happy birthday Good. to what? Okay. us. <laughs> so, okay, I guess, yeah, we'll just take that. That'll, that'll help. Um, so, in, for those of you who um, don't know, which is probably everyone, including us until a couple days ago. Me until uh, a couple minutes ago. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, today is the, is a very special day for us. It is our two-year anniversary, uh, which is pretty exciting. Uh, for our two-year anniversary, what are we doing, Sam? Uh, we have a special Illumin Easter. It's a little after Easter, but, you know, it's still the Easter spirit. We still like ducks <laughs> and rabbits. Um, Illumin Easter, uh, which is a game called, uh, Conspiracist, written by, uh, Sterling Joyner, one of the people we have met at Gen Con, and we really like his game, so I ran it for the boys. Um, yeah, so that I guess that's I've been talking about it for literally two years, so we finally got around to doing it. Um, Which is pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, and I just want to say the two year mark. Um, not only are we no longer counting our age in months, no, we are also officially going steady. So, we're you so... know, you get the you get the baby joke yeah. and you get the dating joke. I think they're both good. We're so old now. Two years. We were we were but babes in the woods. Babies in a forest. <laughs> forest. Fathers in the trees. Christ. Oh, that's good. in the Everglades. <laughs> God damn it. I like those, and we should make books. Children's books about kids. druid kids. Oh. <laughs> I feel like so. It, is it is it just weird variations of children of the corn? No. Oh no. No. They're not always of the corn. <laughs> They're usually sometimes, the, the sometimes they're in a cornfield. They're they're um vagrants of the vegetation. That's when they get older. Isn't that just because they've never been kids? to school? Because they're always in the forest. <laughs> yes, from all of us, and we'll all say it together because we're losers. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you. Oh, thanks. happy wow, birthday! Wow. That really doesn't no, work with the not. Skype delay. It's bad. Uh, it doesn't work with the Skype delay at all. I had but no uh, idea we were doing. thank you, thank you, thank, thank you. you. Oh, shit. Look at you guys. Come on. God damn it. We'll just move it in post. It's no big deal. <laughs> All right. We're done tooting our horn about making it two years. Toot, toot. Let's get ready to conspiracy. Hello, and welcome to Experience of Gold, a tabletop RPG podcast. My name's Sam. I'm here at the beginning now. I am joined, as usual, by the boys. With the boys, I'm joined by the boys, by the boys. The boys boys. are Keith, Nick, and Connor. I am the boys. If you were joined with the boys, we would be a horrifying (laughs) amalgamation eldritch horror sort of thing. It's my Uh, first time doing the the top intro. Oh, God. my first time doing the top intro i got really nervous because i realized i don't actually know what you say because i don't pay attention to you when you say it it's stressful right i mean that's fair why would you pay attention to him when he says anything wow keith you're really uh coming on strong tonight huh? so we're here to celebrate the (laughs) birth not the birth the resurrection of christ what no (laughs) this is the easter episode and getting drunk on mimosas um actually Um, mm. guys 
Easter time is here again, and it's the day we celebrate. No. The morning that the Easter Bunny rises, from, rises the grave. from the grave. And if he sees his shadow, there'll be six more weeks of winter. And if he doesn't, everyone gets Cadbury cream eggs, and he never sees his shadow. Thank the Thank Lord. Thank the Lord. <laughs> Welcome to Illumin Easter, the thing I've been talking about for three years and finally made happen. Um, on this show, this episode of the show, we're going to be playing Conspiracist, the game they don't want you to play, which is a uh, one-shot, very improv-heavy uh, RPG designed by Sterling Joyner. Um, we played this, at, me, Nick, and Connor played this at Gen Con a couple years ago mm-hmm. with Sterling. He, like, ran it for us. It was really um, cool. It was a good time. It's a he's super a, fun game. It's really he's a good GM. He is, he's, and he's a lovely person. <clears throat> he is a very good controller. Controller, yeah. Um, so I'm really excited to play this. It's kind of one of these indie games that you don't see played a whole lot. So I hope if people like this, they go out and purchase a copy of the rulebook. Um, it is available on RPG. We can put links in the description. You can also support him on Patreon if you're interested. It is... Uh, it is Sir RPG Design, patreon.com slash Sir RPG Design. Go give Sterling all of your support that you can, or get the book and play it, because that's the best thing. So, so um, there are not a ton of rules in this game that mm-hmm. are binding. It's not like D&D. It is, it is not like Starfinder. Um, Yikes. <laughs> a little bit more lightweight. Basically, what we're doing is um, we've, we're playing as members of the Illuminati. Um... <laughs> You can either be a human or a reptilian. There's a variety of jobs you can have or you can make your own, which we have done. Um, and you get um, like two letter skills or two word skills, right? So your specialties are derived from a chart in the book and it can be something like emotional theft. There's, you just combine them. It's very fun. Um, do we want to start talking about our characters? I was going to yes, say one please. thing that should be noted is that your your uh, your specialties do not grant you special superpowers. Nope. Yeah. The fun of it is trying to fit them within the physical limitations of your being. Yep. It's lots of interpretation. It goes wonky. So Kitty the three wampus. boys, the three boys will be playing three characters. I will be running the game as the controller. The fun of this is that we're basically going to generate the story as we go. I have prepared about three things at this table, and I'm going to say them in the first three minutes of the game, and then it's just <laughs> going to go where it goes. Um, the only dice you use are 1d4, because it's the Pyramid of Power, I believe is what yep. it's yep. called uh. in the book. Um, so you just use a d4, and if you roll above, if you roll three or above, you succeed. If you roll two or below, there's a complication, and it's up to me, the controller, to determine what in the story is your complication. So, that's what you need to know. All right. That's how the game works. You Tell guys- Tell me about your characters. You guys ready to get Illuminati? <laughs> oh, no. God damn it, Nick. <laughs> I I've been it. sitting on that one for years. <laughs> I've been Actually, saying probably. it for years. <clears throat> I quit, but uh, I'm off the I'll show. start then. I uh, I've drawn first blood, so I'll start. Mm. I am uh, I'm Doctor Milo Green. <clears throat> Sorry, hold on. <clears throat> I am Agent Milo Green. I'm a disinformation architect. Uh, generally, people come to me, and uh, well, the Illuminati will come to me, and they'll ask me, "Hey." We need you to start spinning some sort of tale that explains 
the giant squid monster that was in uh, downtown Manhattan last week. Uh, get the people talking about it less, that sort of thing. And uh, my job is to clean up the messes and make sure that people are not aware of the horrors that surround them in their everyday lives. Excellent. Can you tell us about your um, specialties? Um, I excel in uh, manipulating the emotions of others. Um, I... It's emotional persuasion, because you're not necessarily going to always be manipulating emotions. You might be... Correct. Persuading... It goes in different ways. So. Correct. This is this is correct. Um, <clears throat> I picked up a little bit of uh, mechanical sabotage along the way, which uh, generally when you need to cut power to an entire section of a city... Uh, that sort of thing comes in handy, or, you know, detonate a small explosive to help explain the reason there's a bunch of rubble. Just saying, a lot of you think Bush did 9-11? <laughs> <laughs> I won't elaborate on it. And, uh, <clears throat> crowdsource deception. Very good at, uh, getting that ball rolling when we need to, uh, start spreading those lies. Yep. I do these things because I must. My actions are justified. <laughs> All right, uh, so that's Agent Milo Green for you. I feel like just to counter that, I should go next. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you playing, Connor? Well, hey there, y'all. My name's Gus Gasoline <laughs> Gunderson. I am yep. a human, and I was abducted by aliens when I was 22. But I got to see some dope-ass alien tech, and I got to learn how it worked, so it all worked out well, even though they ended up putting something inside of my brain, which does not feel good. It doesn't give me anything special, it just kind of tangles. Um, <laughs> yeah, you see, like, every now and again, some people in suits, that come into my repair shop, and they're like, hey, Gus, listen, we need to talk to you about, like, what the, that, that thing what this thing and they'll show me an alien thing and i'll be like oh yeah that's like a uh like an ion capacitor or something and they'll be like thanks gus and it's really cool because they're like the only ones who believe me uh everyone else just says gus you're crazy you've been drinking too much gasoline but i ain't drank gasoline since college so that ain't true Uh, (laughs) wait wait gus went to college yeah, you gotta you gotta at least get a, 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 a what's the one below bachelor's degree to be a mechanical Associates. engineer. There we go. <laughs> Gus is dumb, but he ain't stupid. Um, yep. <laughs> my speciali- my specializations are uh, mechanical repairing. Uh, if there's something what needs fixing, I can fix it. Uh, and explosive sabotage because bombs are very easy to make. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And I would die for Gus. <laughs> I've known Gus Let's for hope. about 45 minutes total. And I would <laughs> die for Gus. None of, us, none of us have to make that decision. <laughs> As the only one left, um, I'll introduce... This is... Uh, so, my name is Stacy Asserchi, or some people might know me as Chasey. It depends on if I'm mammal or reptilian. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm a hot dog vendor outside of the uh, Pentagon. Uh, so, look, I mean, I'm, I'm just a reptilian trying my best to run this hot dog stand. And if that means feeding information to the rest of my kind or the people that they've employed or occasionally sending out something explosive, you know, that's what I'll do. Look, I'm just trying my best. And uh, mm-hmm. my specializations are crowdsourced information gathering because, 
let's be honest, people just kind of talk at a food stand and tell things to the vendor all the time. They're like hairdressers. Um, yeah. Uh, and then philosophical deception, because what even is in a hot dog? Yes. <laughs> and explosive assassination, because let me tell you, some of the stuff that's in hot dogs might be nitrates or glycerin or nitroglycerin. Beautiful. I love this little crew. And I can't wait to uh, recruit them to a job at the Illuminati. Uh, as a really quick aside, I mm. actually did once ask my father when I was but a wee lad, oh. what's in a hot dog? And you know what he told me? Yes. He just said, yes. If you're questioning what's in a hot dog, it is. Mm-hmm. Not wrong. And that changed my life forever. That's the true secret they don't want you to know. <laughs> All right. So, starting this off. I thought it was why kids can see the taste of cinnamon toast crunch nope. no that's but the just so you truth. do know all hot dog vendors are members of the illuminati Ooh. that's probably true canonically in my game that's true <laughs> um all right so to start off we're gonna start with um agent milo green you yes. received um the summons basically you know that when there's a job that has to happen you gather the team first and then you get the job assignment you got your normal summons to the meeting spot uh, just a small folded piece of paper with coordinates written on it that was slipped under your pillow in the middle of the night somehow mysteriously. I'm used to it at this point. You followed those coordinates, you decoded them, and they led you to a hot dog stand that you know very well. Um, Gus, yep. for, the, for the past six months you've been plagued by a dream. This is a, in the dream. You're eating the best hot dog you've ever had. You have this dream every single night. During the day, you close up your shop halfway through at lunchtime because you are on a mission to find that hot dog that you've been dreaming of. It has taken you six months, but here you are standing at the hot dog stand that is closest to your house, <laughs> staring down at the hot dog you've taken one bite of. It is Stacy's hot dog stand. You should have known. It is the best one. That's 184 days of the same dream. A tear <laughs> rolls down Gus Gunderson's cheek as he takes another bite of the hot dog. Um, Stacy, you go to grab another hot dog off of the roller. You see these two and you're like, okay, something's about to happen. You're kind of on your guard. Yes, Nick? Uh, at a hot dog stand, they're definitely not in a roller. They're I definitely in, yeah, like... Yeah, tell me about what it looks like. Oh, man! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, this is what I want to As the only one on. here who has consumed a very they're, large number of New York hot dogs. They're just, like, in a warmer. They're mm. in a vat Excellent. of boiling who knows yeah, yeah. what it is. And, and then you pull them out with in tinfoil. Uh-huh. And I'm then glad you mentioned shit, the buns. There's a shit ton of condiments. That have all been sitting out all day. There's oh, yeah. flies it's, it's... buzzing around everywhere. It's disgusting, but it is the best goddamn food you will eat in your life. So there's like a tiny little vat of hot dogs and a tiny little warmer for buns with tinfoil in them or around them and in them. Uh, <laughs> is the umbrella? <laughs> You're not wrong. Is the umbrella yeah. red and yellow? Cut to red cut and yellow to... stripes. Cut to oh. Gus accidentally eating a fly and some tinfoil. And then most of the stand is just taken up by condiments that have been sitting out, not just for today. Yup, okay, yup. But multiple days, because this is the hot dog stand outside the Pentagon. 
Wait, I am we're... glad you brought up the buns, because that Wait. is what I really want to focus on. Because you did reach over to grab a bun, you unwrapped it, and you realized that squished between the little bread bread lumps bread um, is a blue post-it note and what looks like a movie ticket stub. Alright, she'll, she'll take them out and then put a hot dog in their place. Alright, well on the post-it note <laughs> is written... Um, in very nice handwriting, it says, In the room, the women come and go, talking of Michelangelo. And you also see that the movie ticket stub is for Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, but the date and the time have been redacted. This is your Illuminati job! Now we are going to figure out what they meant when they sent you these things. So what happens, um, at the beginning of this to figure out what our story is? Um, is that I present objects and the players deduce what the mission briefing means. Um, you make logical connections trying to interpret this information until you come to the mission conclusion and figure out what the assignment is. So, for example, um, in the rulebook it talks about someone having a plastic bag of fried chicken. So then... Together, the players discuss, and they go, okay, so fried chicken relates to Kentucky fried chicken. There are 11 herbs and spices there. Herb refers to weed, uh, and spice is synthetic marijuana, which means that, um, that there are drugs happening. There are 11 herbs and spices. 11 is an Illuminati number, so there's secret Illuminati drugs happening. Then you spiral down eventually to deciding that there's someone at the uh, at Kentucky State University who is testing experimental drugs on students. So basically, like this whole game, what we're going to do is we're going to start someplace very simple and kind of meaningless. And then we're going to tumble into absurdity and conspiracy theories and all that. Sam, I have an important question. Okay. What year is it in game? 2000. When did that movie come out? Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it came out in 2008. The year is 2010. All right. Hey, what you got there? And uh, she'll, she'll kind of look around. Well, why don't you take a look? And set it down next to another hot dog. Oh, man, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, that movie was shit. You mean the shit? No. The? Really? Yeah, aliens were completely unrealistic to what they actually look like. Yeah. Uh, Shacy, please tell me you didn't actually believe that that movie was actually good. Oh, it was funny. I thought it was a comedy. Wasn't supposed to be, but then again, what do you get for, uh, what can you get with George Lucas being one of the, uh, screenwriters? Actually, there's something there. If I know uh, my employers, and I know them quite well at this point, I would have to say... That that might be something that we need to, uh, look at. What, George Lucas? George Lucas was one of the screenwriters. Screenwriters. Right. He wrote... And this post-it note, it says... Something about Michelangelo. Women come and go. In the room, the women come and go, talking of Michelangelo. Right. In the room, the women come and go, talking of Michelangelo. Screenwriter. The room. The room. Mm. Y'all ain't so, screenwriters. Tommy Wiseau. Tommy Wiseau. Now... <clears throat> I think but it he's is one also. Of ours, isn't he? Uh, no. <laughs> That's a wild card. Hey, y'all, ain't there rumors of a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie coming out? Yes, you are right on that. So. Now, the Ninja Turtles are taught by a uh, 
mutated rat named Master Splinter. Yeah. Right. And uh, Master Splinter. Oh. Uh, you know wait. where I'm going with this, right, Stacy? Ma- Master Splinter. A splinter cell. Exactly. And, Gus, you know exactly what a splinter cell is, correct? Yeah, that's that thing when you get wood in your finger, and then it splits the cell open and you start to bleed, right? <laughs> normally, really. I would, normally I would say no. However, I know my employers, and I think that they would assume that he would make that assumption. Oh, shit. Now, we know... Tommy Wiseau may be involved. Tommy Wiseau may be involved. There we, may be a splinter cell. Well, no. Or there a may, splinter. There may be lots of blood. The last thing I want to draw attention to, two things actually. One, the post-it note is blue. And two, Michelangelo. No, we have already covered that. Never mind. No, we've already covered that. Yes. The women. The women come and go. The post-it note is blue. Tommy Wiseau is trying to take over Viagra. No. Hold on, y'all. Hold on. My brain's doing that thing where it works. So, we all know Tommy Wiseau was an alien, right? Like, one of them skinwalker people what came here to, 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 like, try and be normal, but he ended up just being weird? Gus, I'm gonna just say you're close, but not quite there. We, like, it's a, it, it's a wild card. It's very hard to explain. But we'll say for the sake of this, yes. What, what if... Well, what, what, what's his new, what, what's that new movie he's working on? I didn't know he was working on a new movie. I thought he was just gonna continue doing his thing, which was weird. Yeah. Is he not working on a new film? Is well, he? shit. I don't know. I, I thought I, I saw something, but maybe I was wrong. Oh, wait, no, no, he ain't working on a new film, but he goes to a bunch of them, uh, them showings of the room. Right. The women enter the room. I feel like we're missing something with the blue post-it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Ah, you see, I've got this. Oh, and no. it was wrapped in tinfoil. Oh, that's just because you don't have very good... You, you do not follow health and safety food standards. What are those? Yep. What now, are those? <clears throat> my God. What is the woman in the room that Tommy Wiseau talks about? Lisa. The one that breaks his heart. Lisa. Now, Lisa is Lisa Simpson. Her mother... Marge Simpson has blue hair. All right? You're following me on this. Now, Marge Simpson's hair, blue, tall. Wait, wait, wait. Springfield. Buffalo Springfield. Wrote a song, Fortunate Son. That's no, not that's not Buffalo Springfield. <laughs> Damn it. It's, it's, what is the one that they wrote? What no, is it? No, oh, for what it's this. worth. For, Buffalo Springfield wrote a song called For What It's Worth. Worth. As in Mrs. Butterworth. Mac the syrup. Syrup, exactly. And where syrup? is syrup mostly located? Pancakes. <laughs> where do we get most of our syrup, Gus? International House of Pancakes. No. <laughs> Vermont? <You're> t- yes, <laughs> <You> guys, and! <laughs> you guys are so close. <laughs> Vermont. Yes. <laughs> and also, yes, Chasey, an International House of Pancakes in vermont is where we need to go first because it will lead us to tommy Wiseau and lots and lots of blood i still don't know what the blood is about could it be related to a murder potentially i mean it's tommy Wiseau. we have no idea what he's capable of you'll just have to find out because i think you guys discovered what you're supposed to be doing 
Did we? We're supposed to go to an yeah. international house of pancakes. <laughs> that seemed in pretty clear to me. The controller. All right. We're Thanks, supposed to guys. go to an international house of pancakes in Vermont. All right. Oh, so you're God. in DC right now. Tell me about how you're going to get to Vermont. I got a van. There's always trains. I could just ask my employers. What? Wait, no. Nope, they revoked my transportation privileges after last time. So, uh, Gus's van it is. Alright, hope y'all don't mind the spill. Spilled a whole lot of Mountain Dew in here. What's Mountain Dew? Connector of the gods, compadre. Toxic to your kind. Hmm. Wait, what? Yes, Gus. I put a hand, I put a hand on, (laughs) on the shoulder. I'm so sorry. You'll never taste the sweet elixir of life. Don't touch me, you'll never taste the hot dog again. I remove my hand. Alright, so you guys pile into Gus's van. Gus, I'm gonna need you to make me a roll um, to see how well you... I assume you're driving. Yeah. Make me a driving roll. <laughs> uh, starting off strong, that's a one. Okay, so this is what happens. Um, you guys are about to cross into Vermont. Uh, you see the state sign up ahead when um, when suddenly a... I'm going to say a small rabbit jumps in the in front of the van on the street. Gus, as we all know, you do love bunnies. I do love um, bunnies. So <laughs> Gus makes a dramatic just veer um, off the road, drives in through the other lane and then hits a tree on the other side of the freeway. Um, smoke is billowing out of the the van's engine and you all are safe, unharmed. But Gus, you know that this van is not gonna is not gonna go anywhere. Shit, y'all, is the bunny okay? And I start looking out like the back windows. I almost told you to make me a perception check. The bunny <laughs> is okay. Yes. <clears throat> so fun fact. That's what that's what Gus would have done. That's also probably what Connor would have done. <laughs> <laughs> so walking or hitchhiking? Well, I have an idea. Uh, Gus, do you have a smartphone? It's, uh, 2010. I am not made of money. And I pull out my Motorola Razor. <laughs> right. I forgot. <laughs> Chasey? Um, is this a smartphone? And she'll pull out a broken iPhone. <laughs> well, if it worked, yes. But right now, it's fairly dumb. Oh. <laughs> Gus, do you know the local news station number? Uh, well, let me, uh, let me take a look at this here travel brochure. Sure, I need everyone to get out of the car. Alright. Why? Approximately 100 meters away. Why? Y'all ain't gonna blow up my van, are you? Your van's dead, Gus. Oh, temporarily, if I get back to the shop, I can fix her up. Gus, this is incredibly important, and, uh, the fate of humanity could depend on it. I Gus, think... You... Actually, I- I'm gonna have you make a roll for me on that. Um, I would, I would say this, this is emotional persuasion. Uh, because it's emotional persuasion, that means I have an automatic success because it's one of my specialties. I, I was telling you to roll and then I kind of realized that you are emotionally persuading him. Yes. So yeah, just keep going. You do it. He does it. He's good at this. I'm sorry. (laughs) You gather all your white snake albums and (laughs) 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 <laughs> please, please, Chickenfoot. It's 2010. 
Am I the all, only one that appreciates that fully? All the <laughs> copies of the one Chicken Foot album that I have. Yes, you have several just in case. <laughs> well, alright, just, you know, trade her good, do you, do you, walk away. Do you want to say a few words, Gus? Bernice was a good van until I crashed into that pole. <laughs> and then I walk away. <laughs> uh, Shacy? What? You have to start moving. Oh, right. Right. Mm -hmm. And she walks away. (laughs) And I am going to use my mechanical sabotage to rig this thing to explode. Okay, you can rig it. All right. And uh, I'm uh, I'm going to... uh, Can I... I'm going to take off my watch. No, not my watch. I'm going to take off my my pager. You would not have a pager. It's It's... not 1980. (laughs) You don't have a Pager. Do you know how secure pagers are, though? You don't have a pager. Pagers are incredibly secure methods of notifying someone. I understand that you think that. You don't have a pager. <laughs> Fine. I'm oh. controlling. Okay. <laughs> I set up some way so that it doesn't blow up immediately. Do you do that? Can you do that? Would you like me to? Would you like to make me a roll for that one? Mechanical sabotage. It's. I would not say that this is mechanical sabotage. I turn around, Gus. Yeah, what's up? I need your help. Oh, alright. What, what? You told me to stay back, though, so this seems like yeah, yeah. kind of conflicting things. Chasey's going to push him. <laughs> hey, now. Gus you didn't make, pushes you forward. If you didn't make Gus. the best damn hot dog in D.C., and I start walking. <laughs> <laughs> Gus, if I wanted to set this on a uh, time delay, and just pointing at this, and you, you, I'm sure you're very aware I have already oh, yeah. rigged it to explode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, oh, I want to set this on a time delay of approximately about a minute. All right, well, let me see what you... Oh, shit, man. No, that's going to blow in like five seconds if you start it up now. Oh, here, let me get in here and twist some wires. And I get in there and I twist some wires. You you twist wires. You are good at sabotaging explosives. Mm-hmm. So you sabotage that explosive and you rig it up so that it blows up in a while. Not a minute. You can define how long. Uh... How, it's a while. I'll like I'll poke my head up from under the hood. Now, how long you want this thing to sit for before boom time? Uh, about a minute. I poke my head back under the hood. All right, minute. You know what? And Actually, make it two. I already did the the work, man. All right, now go back under the hood. <laughs> oh. <laughs> a little bit more time passes. All right, two um, minutes. Chasey's gotten bored and is throwing stones at things. I love it. Make a roll to see how good you are at it. That's a three. You nail every target. Wow. You do a great job once. and it's so fun. <clears throat> oh, I mean, you did because you wanted to. She hit the bunny once. Kay. No. She didn't do any damage to it. It was a pebble, but she hit the bunny once. Also, it's still there. <laughs> it is still there in the middle of the street. You rigged the car. We walk Van. away. Well, you walk away. Jog away. We need to get the fuck out of here now. <laughs> Approximately a okay. hundred meters away, behind some things. Well, you guys, I, yeah, that's fine. I think what you should hide behind is the Vermont State sign. Okay, we hide behind that. See, then. You, you just dive behind the Vermont State <laughs> uh-huh. sign as behind you, like cool guys do. The van just explodes in this like upward, towering pyre of smoke and flame. It is a gasoline so... fire, so. Yeah. What happens to the bunny then? The bunny is still there. 
still there even just after the explosion there. just standing there it's not that close to the van it was on the other side of the freeway okay bunny get to cover gus do you have uh that uh that that pamphlet oh something's yeah something's wrong about that bunny yeah, yeah i agree one thing at a time yeah local unless news. you want to go look at it right now shacy i am going to go look at that bunny go for it so uh I'll... and so she's going to approach the bunny Walking past at... the smoldering wreckage of okay. the van. Um, you approach the bunny, it looks up at you, and then it turns and hops away. Nice. Into the brush. She's gonna pick up a sto- the stone that hit it and throw it at it again. Mm, roll, please. You've made an enemy to That's stay. a one. Uh, you wildly miss. It pings off of a, like, a street sign, like a, anim- like a, like a bunny crossing sign that is on the side of this highway. <laughs> it pings off that and hits Gus in the forehead. Ow! That was impressive, but ow. Uh, Gus, that is a that is a brochure for Barnum and Bailey's. Uh, that's nowhere near here. Oh, wrong brochure. This one. Uh, see, I found this ad while I was flipping through stuff. Uh, apparently, the local Fox News station will take submissions from anyone who has in quotes news, and I hand it to you. Perfect. Can I borrow your phone? Uh, well, you already have it. I already have his phone. He gave it over, I think. No. No, I just showed him my Motorola razor. Oh, I thought you handed it. I'm sorry. Now I hand him my Motorola razor. <laughs> now, look, it's, pre- it's prepaid, so don't take up too many minutes. Don't worry, it'll be fine. And <clears throat> I call the news station. The news station picks up the phone. What would you like to convince them of? I just witnessed a car explode on whatever highway we're on. I cannot find the survivors. Get a news team out here. This seems interesting. Okay. I am going to make you roll, I believe, unless you can convince me that it would fall under one of your specialties. Crowdsourced deception. It's not crowdsourced. I am utilizing them no. to spread this mis- this disinformation. I would a- say if you uh, had a bunch of people also calling in, that would be fine. You're not necessarily using a crowd to source this. Nick, okay. it's Fox News. I gave you a layup. I know. That's why I was saying it's Fox News. Uh, you could totally try emotional. Yeah, emotional persuasion would uh, panic, uh, be... Panic, panic, panic. <clears throat> say that it's yeah. liberals. Oh. I thought I saw I... a brown person. <laughs> <laughs> I say both of these things. He just very calmly went... So they start they start saying things like, I don't know, and he just goes, I'm pretty sure I saw a bumper sticker on the back that said, honk if you love Obama. Um, you hear someone in the background yell, cripes, and they hang up immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Fox News. That's our official stance, and you can quote me on it. Yeah. I'm with that. <laughs> Same. And I'm pretty sure all the Mexican countries stand behind me. <laughs> that was the all right. stupidest fucking We're thing. gonna pivot real hard here. Are you guys walking to your IHOP? No, we are waiting. <laughs> okay. Are we gonna we steal a news van? The news van. <clears throat> yes. yes, we are. I explain this to them while we're yeah. waiting. I say, we're going to steal a news van now. Oh, okay. hell yeah. Like, I hang up the phone and I just go, we're going to steal. Oh, man, I've okay. always wanted to hijack a news van. It's been one of my secret fantasies. In fact, <laughs> I'll drive and you can push all the buttons you want, Gus. <gasps> 
Just like my dreams from before the hot dog dreams. <laughs> I've missed those dreams. <laughs> um, in an alarmingly short amount of time, <laughs> the news van arrives. Um, it also brings with it a police car. Um, a news crew piles out, runs over to the obvious site of an exploded van, um, while two very white police officers begin <laughs> to search the nearby area after setting up, like, barricades so nobody drives in. You've effectively blocked off this entrance to the state of Vermont. So that's good. That means I'm doing my job. <laughs> um, one of the reporters comes over and starts talking to you about if, if you're the person who called in the tip line and thank you so much for keeping our community safe. Is there anything we can do for you? I say, uh, actually, I have no... Somebody called in a tip line? We were just out for a walk, right, guys? Yeah. Me and my friends here. I'm going to have to roll on that. No, they believe you because you're using a crowd to lie to them. Yay! Oh, that makes sense. You're just wandering around near the state sign in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I mean, we all have those. Well, you see, I wanted Gus... to see if there was anything real about a state border. Exactly. And Gus here really Ooh. wanted... What was it, Gus? I really wanted to see an explosion, and I thought right at the border, that's probably where one might happen. We didn't get there quite in time, though, which he's still very sad about. Yeah, I really wish I could have seen the whole thing, not just the aftermath. That's the exactly. boring part. He's very right. But we're we're okay. A, a, a little bit shaken up. Is there room in the, uh, in the news van for us to just kind of sit, take a breather? Oh yeah, of course. Uh, the the back door is the the big swing back door is open. You y'all just sit in there. That's not how people in Vermont talk. You just sit down in there. There's some blankets in the back for when we have trauma victims that we interview. I... There should be some orange juice. Oh, is orange the juice. van air conditioned? Yes. Does it need power? To power the air conditioning? Yeah. Like, could we get the keys so that we can turn the air conditioning on? I wonder how warm it is out. Well. Regardless of how warm it is out, that fire is really warm. It's true. And I mean, temperature's all relative. And mm. Gus really wanted to get very close. I did. Make I wanted my warm. eyebrows to go away. <laughs> well, temperature is all relative. I'm, I'm warm. I would like the air conditioning. Philosophical deception. <clears throat> oh, gosh. That's pretty good. I'll, I'll, let, I'll let that slide. That's good. Uh, I'm going to back him up with... I was going to say I'm going to back that up with an emotional persuasion as well. Would you really allow this woman going through menopause? Oh my god! Here with with hot flashes. She's like thirty. She looks like she's in her thirties. Yeah, I know. It can happen at any time. The uh, the news reporter person hands over the keys and says, "You all look like trustworthy folk." Oh, I'm glad you think that. I don't know why Me I'm too. talking like this person's from the south. It's, it's Gus's because fault. Of Gus. It's Gus's fault. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Vermont, not Virginia. It's a contagious accent. All right, you guys have the keys to the van. Perfect. <laughs> I toss them to uh, Agent Green. All right. I uh, hop into the driver's seat, unlock them, and then throw open the back doors. And I say, Gus, you uh, you can uh, make yourself comfortable. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, Shacy, I don't really know where you uh, want to sit. She sits in the passenger seat. Okay. I like to see where we're going. That makes sense. <clears throat> now, uh, the blockade, is it on both sides? It is. Okay. 
They don't want someone to just come drive and hit them from behind. <laughs> is the the blockade is just some just some things they it's they just put those up? pylons. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's it's this is a small town. This isn't anything special. Um, oh, it's a small town. Th- I mean, it's on the border of Vermont. Like, there's nothing Perfect. happening here. They've they've started the news report. Um, they're standing really close to the fire and talking about some very incendiary topics. it's the perfect crime we've stolen a news van how are they going to report it well okay what do you do drive (laughs) are you in the driver's seat i am please roll four oh you drive like you've never driven before pylons flying out of the way tumbling up onto the windshield but you don't pay them any mind and you just Zoom away into Vermont toward that IHOP. Perfect. Country roads take me home to the place I belong. Vermont. (laughs) Nailed it, Gus. Yep. Maple syrup. (laughs) Tommy Wiseau. Tommy Wiseau. Redwood Road. All right. So you guys, um, how are you going to find this IHOP? Oh yeah, it's 2010. You just drive until you find an IHOP. Um, is there a map in this news van? Let me see. <laughs> no. Are there broadcasting materials in yes. this news van? By the way, nothing happens without a reason. I'm going to look through the records of the news van to see if there's been any news stories about an IHOP lately. Okay. Does that count as crowdsourced information gathering? Oh, yeah. Because the news is essentially crowdsourced. You're getting information from the people reporting, and that's totally fine. I will accept that for sure. Um, yeah, you find reports um, of people who have been calling in, like, strange sightings around an IHOP in a place called Dearborn, Vermont. Um, it's, th- like, people have been... I know Dearborn, been- Michigan. People have been reporting um, that they're seeing, uh, like, people creeping around the back of the building, like, people who are, like, kind of shadowy, and when they run around to try to find them, no one's there. Um, And this has been happening for about the past six months, you would say, um, based on the reports. Um, So, I think that the place we need to go to is the IHOP in Dearborn, Vermont. There is an address. Oh, there's an address. I was about to say, is there an address? Because there's two. It's this one. Is it okay, the good perfect. one or the other one? <laughs> it's the well, other it one. It was the good one, but now all the weird things have made people refer to it as the other one. That's that. That's where that waiter what always touches me uncomfortably on the shoulder is. Oh, the one that calls you hun. Yeah. I don't yeah. like that IHOP. And that's the IHOP that? that never has enough chicken for their chicken and waffles. Damn shame. Have you two frequented this well, you know, road trips and all that. It's a it's a very well it was a very well established IHOP until Touches McGee the waiter showed up. Maple wow. syrup has great anti-aging uh, qualities for my kind. Right. So I'm thinking about starting up. I don't know what I'm going to call it, but it's going to be like an audio radio show but on like an iPod and it's going to be me reviewing all the IHOPs in the United States of America. Uh Live your dreams, Gus. An IHOP pod? Yeah, I like that. It's real catchy. I'm sure it's gonna stick. Wonderful. <laughs>
You're at IHOP because you've established that you've been there before, apparently. Oh. <laughs> I have not. Yeah, for the record. Ones, uh, He's they the one that's driving, though. But. Yep. Yeah, Gus yelled directions from the back. Turn left! <laughs> As he's punching buttons. I mean, right! <laughs> As I'm... Oh, I am definitely, like, uh, playing with the uh, the mechanical instruments, trying to boost the broadcast strength of this van's equipment. Well, you do that, because that's what you do. Hell yeah! He, he made the amplifier into a radio amplifier? Yeah. <laughs> of course. Okay. Um, you guys pull the news van that you have for the local Fox affiliate uh, into the parking lot of an IHOP that is completely just deserted except for two cars that you assume belong to employees. Um, there are lights on. Nothing's happening inside. It is a standalone IHOP. There is nothing behind this except for woods. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> you know, I never realized car. how objectively creepy this place was. I don't know what you're talking about, says the lizard woman as she hops out of the car. Turn off the car, take the keys, pocket them. Okay. Close the door, wait for Gus to get out. I get lock out. Lock the car. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Um, you guys approach the IHOP. Are you trying to go inside? Is that the plan? Yes. Yeah. Okay. As you That's make what your way Stacey to the does right away. Yeah. As you make your way to the door, what you see out of the corner of your eye is like a flash. Looks like someone has a dark shape has darted around the side of the building. Someone flashed us. What? No. No. Well, no. the news report did say that there were weirdos hanging out back. Right, but uh, so, from what you said, they were always disappearing whenever you came around or whenever people would look for them. Correct. I believe so. Well, we Might should probably well. let them come to us then, right? It's not a bad thought. Pancakes? Hell yeah. Sounds good to me. <laughs> you enter the IHOP. There is a nice looking lady behind the behind the counter. And nobody else in here. She smiles at you. Three for pancakes. Well, you've come to the right place. Have a seat. My name is Josie. She comes around the counter. I'll be I'll be taking care of you today. Are you the the hostess and the With the mostest? And the, uh, waitress? Yes! Do you do the cooking as well? No, we've got all Jeb back in the kitchen for that! And you just see a very large hand extend out of the kitchen and wave. That's actually very charming. <laughs> <laughs> They've rehearsed is it just this. a hand? Yeah, just a hand. No, like, literally just a hand. Is there an arm attached, attached to, to it? attached to an arm, yeah. It's a thick, beefy arm. Uh, well, uh, lead the way, Josie. She gestures at all of the booths. Take your pick! Uh, Stacy is going to go towards a corner booth. Okay. And which sit corner? with her back. Uh, so which side did they see the thing go around? As you were facing it, it was to the right side. So she's going to sit in the left front corner. Okay, excellent. You I'll sit follow. there. Okay. Facing all the windows. Because oh. IHOPs do have wraparound windows. Yep. yep. Yeah. Okay, you, um, order pancakes. She brings it out to you. Um. I get French toast. You, okay, you get French toast. How dare you assume my order? Well, they, Stacy did say Stacey three for pancakes. For you. So, you got pancakes Shorter and then pancakes. French toast as well. Yes. Um, and a, one of those, like, wire racks of syrup is plopped on the table as well. Like, where you have, like, four different choices. Mm-hmm. What are our choices? 
normal, butter, it's- pecan, strawberry, and blueberry. Is it labeled as normal? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that Seven red flags go up. <laughs> Gus, uh, Gus picks up all four of the containers and mixes them together on his pancakes. I call this Gasoline. I wouldn't, um... I generally refer to that as uh, diabetes type 2, but, um, <laughs> you know. So is normal maple? That's something I was wondering as well, and I wave to try to get Josie's attention. She's busy. With what? <laughs> <laughs> She's just busy. She's not coming over. You don't see her. Okay. I, uh, I pour a little bit so it's on my finger. Okay. I taste it. What does it taste like? (laughs) It tastes very, very close to what syrup should taste like. (laughs) Very close. But there's something that's just a little bit off, and it makes, like, the skin behind your ears kind of crackle a little bit. So Gus is mowing down. (laughs) (laughs) Eating normal as well. Yep. Yep. Okay, so actually, the uh, thing that's in your brain, Gus, that uh-huh. usually is tingling, it's a tingling a lot. It is kind of vibrating in that skull of yours. Uh, guys, I don't feel so good. Uh, uh, S- Stacy's going to take the normal syrup yep. and pour a little bit out on the floor. Okay, uh, you pour <laughs> some syrup on the floor. Doesn't do anything? I mean, there's syrup-ish on the floor now. <laughs> Syrup-ish. <laughs> So it's not acidic. That's good news. Y'all, my brain's right. shaking. It doesn't smell right. Well, that, Gus, that may be because you consumed normal syrup. I don't follow. Uh, it's supposed to say maple syrup. All right, yeah, that tracks. <laughs> <laughs> so there's something wrong with this syrup, and there's something wrong with this IHOP. And she's going to be gesturing wildly with the Excellent. normal syrup as she says this. Wonderful. Sloshing Mind it you, it's, it's probably leaking a little bit, so it's like yep. dripping everywhere because Lord knows they never clean those things. And they never close properly. Nope. It's I'm gonna... got like a crack in the side. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it does. I'm going to uh, motion to uh, just ask if you can hand it to me. She like, like gesticulates towards you and then offers you the handle a little bit. Just set it on the table, please. It's going to be very sticky if I grab it any other way. It's going to be sticky no matter what. I'm just going to let you know that. He's trying to minimize the amount of stick. by like two fingers from the top of the handle so that you can actually grab the handle. Oh, he also grabs it with two... No, no, no. Takes out a handkerchief (laughs) and grabs it with the handkerchief. I'll be right back. Stacy looks at her hands... That are now very sticky. Uh-huh. I need to go to the restroom. Gus is still eating. <laughs> and um, as he's he goes, sliding out of the booth, he just goes, uh, Gus, you can have my pancakes if you want. We're all right. But Gus. do not touch my French toast. I would not touch the devil's bread, and I've slid the pancakes <laughs> closer to me. Don't touch my pancakes, she calls on her way to the restroom. <clears throat> you got it. I'm going to walk over to uh, Josie. Where is Josie? Is she not at the reception? You do not see her. She right. is busy. All right. <laughs> She's busy. Don't like and this that. this syrup is normal. 
I'm going to go to the serving window and just kind of okay. knock on the metal serving window. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Jeb, I believe, is what I called him. Yep. Old uh, Jeb. Uh, Jeb? Old uh, Jeb? The hand attached to the arm comes out and just gives you a thumbs up. I can see through, though, correct? Like, I can see it's attached to a body. You can see... The angle you are at, you just see the arm and the hand come out. I'm looking straight into this thing. You stick your head through the serving window and look... No, I- it's, Surfing it's windows like, are much larger than you think they are, Sam. This is a Sam. small one! Okay. I turn you... my head sideways. I do not stick it into the serving window because I have seen that happen to way You are specifically many. looking for his body. Yes. What you see is you see a very meaty arm with a hand attached to it that is mounted to the wall. It looks like it's on some sort of, like, like... It's a machinery that is designed to raise and lower this arm so that it becomes in view to the people who are sitting outside. You don't know if it's a real arm or not. I say, okay, so Jeb, uh, you can't talk, obviously. I need you to give me- can you- can you hold up one finger for me, Jeb? The arm doesn't move. Jeb! I just say that and wait for a response. Nothing happens. Jeb, can you, can you, uh, can you answer a question for me? Nothing happens. I hit Stace. the arm. I it swat moves! at the arm. Because you, know. you hit it. Oh. Stacy's washing her hands, trying to get the sticky off. Okay. You roll to see if you do a good job. Wow. Thrilling. You try to do something. That's the rules. The one. Oh, it's, no, it's still there. Can't quite That's... get it off. It's a little bit weird. Like, you're doing normal washing that usually would wash your hands off, but it's still a little... Well, sticky. She's gonna scour. Gonna, <laughs> okay. Gonna walk over to the agent with a plate of pancakes. <laughs> Giving your three to scour the sticky off. <laughs> you, you scour. Your hands hurt a little bit. That's so, fine. Gus, you Thank walk God. up. Mm-hmm. Scales. Giving your compliments to the chef. Jesus. <clears throat> As I oh, take I another bite of pancakes covered in <laughs> syrup. Covered in normal. There's some normal in there. It's uh, gasoline, baby. There is some normal in there. Well, you see, Gus. The, uh, the chef is an arm mounted on the wall. Oh, shit, that's cool. Let me see that. Have a look. I pop up and look through the, the serving window. And? Oh. Um, he sees a mechanical contraption that is attached to a large, beefy arm. It, also, the kitchen is spotless. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be sentient either, so uh, I tried uh, tried getting it to respond to any questions. It didn't... Apropos of nothing, the arm moves down with a finger gun and then uh, raises back up. Gus, Gus passes the plate of pancakes to you. It's Gus's time to shine. I take the pancakes. I jump through the serving window. <laughs> I'm just gonna let you do that. <laughs> That's fine with me. I want to get a good look at this uh, arm. I want to see what makes it go. Okay. I'm going to have you roll for that. Okay. Um, yeah. That means it's not alien. Yeah. Uh, four on the die. Oh, excellent. Um, Well, surprise, surprise, it's alien. You've seen something <gasps> like this before. Oh. I poke my head up through the servant window. Shit, y'all. This is some highly advanced animatronic alien wizardry, like Disney World, and I pop back down to investigate the arm further. I'm surprised you know about Disney World, Gus. Oh, hell yeah, that's on all the conspiracy theory boards, and I pop my head back down. should probably work on that one a little more. At about this 
point is when Stacy comes back out. Okay. Just loud enough to, or just just in time to hear. I'm surprised you know about Disney. <laughs> All right, so Gus, what you've got here is you've got um, something that is usually used on an alien spaceship um, to help. Oh gosh, I don't know. Um, to help with the automation of the doors rising when people try to walk <laughs> through them, but instead they've jerry-rigged it up so that it just moves this arm back and forth. Um, you think that it's probably broken. Um, and only is responding to a couple phrases, um, because usually it would be like, door open, and the door would open. Um, this thing is responding to, we got Jeb back in the kitchen, and hey Jeb. <laughs> hey Jeb. It lowers down with a thumbs up. We got Jeb in the kitchen. Full wave. <laughs> Hold on, this thing did a finger guns. Hey Jeb. It's a thumbs up. Uh, I want to try and fix it. I want to get Kay. it to have its full range of mobility back. Before Kay. you fix it, Gus, we got Hey Jeb in the kitchen. Do you really want to do that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it lowers down its hand and just very rapidly the fingers curl and uncurl, oscillating between a wave and a thumbs up. I hate everything about this. Like, he's using one this. of those... I don't know. That's what that's what it does. And it starts to kind of, like... do. It's really fast, and it's kind of speeding up, and you're a little bit worried. Uh, what's going on? Uh, it's hey, more broken uh, than before. Gus, turn it off. Well, I, uh, uh, Gus, I'm going to try and yeah. turn it off. Uh, is that mechanical repairing? Um, That's going to be... I'm going to give you a... Oh, yeah, you are repairing it, so you can repair it. Yeah, how do you repair it to be? What do you want it to do? Uh, I want it to go back to its uh, uh, default factory settings. All right, it raises... You, you do this pretty quickly, not with many tools, um, and it raises itself back... That's a spatula. Perfectly, perfectly up and down ways, the hand against the uh, the wall. Bold and of then... you to assume Gus doesn't have at least a screwdriver on him at all times. <laughs> He has a multi-tool, for sure. Oh, he totally does. Definitely a Leatherman, yeah. at least. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> In one smooth mov- movement, you see the hand move to 90 degrees, then 180 degrees, facing completely down, and then one finger points, bull- like, toward the floor. I look down at where it's, it's pointing. A- it's a tile floor. Uh, I'm gonna try the door to the kitchen. Okay, you go in. Okay, it works. I join Gus. Okay, y'all get in the kitchen. Yep. What you've got here is a spotless kitchen, a bunch of pancakes stacked on the back, on the on the back table, just like plates of pancakes, and then this one alien tech hand that's pointing straight down. Great. It's pointing down. Yep. Oh, the is floor. is there a uh, another door or anything around here? You're gonna look for it. Please make me a yep. roll. One. All right, so you're um looking around, <clears throat> hunting around the corners, kind of looking around in the floor, like thinking there might be something on the floor. What happens? Kind of in the corner, looking around at some metal shelving units when there's a loud bang. You whirl around and you see that there was a trapdoor you just completely missed and walked over. Um, and there are three figures um, wearing dark robes who are standing there menacingly behind Stacy. The other two, y'all, you guys are on the other side of the kitchen. You do see this happen. I so throw the I plate of pancakes at them. Roll. You do so, see them. They've just snuck up on you and uh, you're cornered. What's, what's nearby 
like on the shelves or anything. Um, make me a roll and we'll see what you grab. Can I can roll to throw yes. the plate of? Okay, you can do that. I got a two. I got a three. You throw a pancake plate of pancakes at the back of one of these figures, and it kind of cringes away when it hits it. It's like ooh. Um, what you find, Stacy, is tongs. I will clap the tongs menacingly at them. <laughs> as a as a hot dog vendor, I feel you are proficient in tongs. Anything can be a weapon if you're proficient with it. <clears throat> All is right. That philosophical deception. <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> toward the other two, I think. We're like, yeah, all right. Um, yeah, that tracks. So what we're going to do now is we're going to have a little fight. Okay. The way that combat works in this. Um, so they're trying to grab Stacy. Stacy, you have tongs. I'm going to give you... I'm going to give you a plus one with your tongs. <sighs> um, so you're going to make... Um, going to tar- decide which one you want to target. Um, and then we'll do opposing rolls. Okay. Um... <clears throat> Uh, which ones are there? There's not the one that is There's three of away, them. There? There's, oh, yeah, okay. there's three of them. One of them is cringing away. The other two, one is, they're like in a triangle, obviously. Um, and obviously. one is closer to you. The other is a little bit farther back. The other one is cringing away from the pancake plate. Well, I'm going to snap the tongs and attack the one closest. Okay. You got to snap them first. I got a four. That's beautiful. You snap the tongs, and this figure, like, doesn't expect that and takes a startled step backwards um, before toppling back into the trap door that they burst out of with a... It's a Wilhelm scream. I don't know how to make a Wilhelm scream. That's where my Wilhelm scream is. Um, The other one is going to try to make a, like, try to grab you, like, a a grapple, essentially. Hi, D&D. And, um, does so. You are being held by this other dark figure. The one who got pancakes thrown at them is out of commission. They fell over. Oh. They're on the ground with pancakes. They don't like it. <laughs> they don't like the pancakes. I have a really quick question. You said we just see plates of, like, pancakes? Yeah. Is there any... Are, are there any plates of French toast? Two? Okay. I There's was like real... There's, like, cons- waffles. I was real concerned for a second. It's mostly pancakes. <laughs> I'm glad I hadn't eaten any yet. Because <laughs> I was just like, if there's only pancakes here, where did the French toast come from? <laughs> it's just it's just pancake shaped like French toast. <laughs> no, that's uh, funny. Um, all um, right, so where you're at is you've got a trapdoor that's open. One dark hooded figure just fell down it. Um, Stacy is being held by another dark figure and another one is writhing upon the floor. Good. All right. I walk over to the one that's holding Stacy. Okay. You tried to and, free. Well, I hold out the bottle or the, the little pour bottle that I still have of normal syrup. Uh-huh. And I just kind of hold it towards its, like, near its head. Um. Like, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just, just You hold just it. Holding it. You're doing that. Um, what happens? Does it react? Let's see. It flinches away, releasing Stacy. That's what I thought. And I just say, uh, now, I have a full bottle of this, and uh, you've let go of my uh, compatriot, which I'm very thankful for. Uh, could you please remove your hood? Are you trying to be emotionally persuasive? Uh, if you do that, I will not kill you. And I am sure you value your life. Okay. So the... Oh my god, sorry, I just had an idea. So the hood comes down, and you find yourself staring into the gaunt face 
framed in long black hair, you recognize that this is undeniably Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, uh, oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> I say that instinctually. I just oh go, Oh, hi, Mark. And, uh, I then also say, well, I'm very thankful that you did not hit her. Motioning to my friend. <laughs> he did not. He did, he did not. not hit her. He did not. <laughs> Can I tell you guys a terrible secret? We, I know it. You've never seen it. It's no, nope, and I it. really wish I had, because I would be so good at making references right now. Well, while all <clears throat> this is happening, I, yep. Gus is attempting to weaponize Jeb. Amazing. <laughs> That's I a roll with a plus one, I assume. I have I have two ideas. I don't know which one will be better. Sam, I'll let you decide okay. if the roll okay. is a success. I okay. either want to turn Jeb into like a helicoptering slap arm, <laughs> or I want yep. to turn him into like a pancake flinging gatling gun. Okay. Yep. Like remember that scene in Elf with the snowballs, but instead it's pancakes. I could never forget. Time to roll a, f- a four with a plus one to <laughs> alien tech. That's a five. Um, you know what I'm gonna give you. It can do both. <gasps> oh, you no. do that real quick. It's got quick. a ranged and melee attack. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> when it runs out, it it reverts to helicopter slapping. Yep. <clears throat> and uh, still holding the syrup up towards uh, Mister Wazell. Yep. I reach down. At the hooded figure who was knocked out of commission on yep. the floor. And I pull back the hood. You see a gaunt face ri- blanketed in dark hair. It is Tommy Wiseau. Oh, hi, Mark. He scowls at you. So, oh, man, there's two Tommy Wiseaus. Tommy. three. Somebody finally tore you apart, didn't they? It's scowling. I mean, was he. It, was it Lisa? <laughs> was, was Lisa, it Lisa tearing you apart? Was she tearing you apart? You're tearing me apart, Lisa. Is that a reference? Yes, that's yeah! the line. Sam rolled a four on her reference. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I don't know why you guys chose a thing that is centered entirely around a cult classic that I have not seen. And at least one of you knew that. <laughs> Fine. I had to yes and when he said the room. It was great. What do you do? It just popped into my head. I'm sorry. It's beautiful. It's all That's good. the way this game is played. <clears throat> I, uh, say, Mr. Uh, Mr. Wiseau or uh, duplicate thereof, uh, I assume you have a designation. <sighs> Perfect. I don't think they're complete. Kill me. That's what he says. <laughs> Well, I've never been one to uh, not comply with someone's wishes. I, I hand don't you like, the tongs. But I don't like dirtying my hands. She's just holding the tongs out. I have loaded Jeb with pancakes. <laughs> and I put up a finger, like, hold on to Gus. And uh, I hold up the syrup towards his face. Okay. Is he recoiling? Like, what is he What is he responding oh God. with? I know what's happening and I don't want to say it. Um... He his chin tilts up and his mouth, his lips part, <laughs> like he's just asking for this syrup. I don't like, like this. A, like a baby duck. <laughs> like he wants me to pour it. Like say, a baby duck. Say, will this kill you? <sighs> uh, groan once for yes, twice for no. <laughs> and he just goes, no. Hold on. Hold up one finger for yes. 
twice for or two fingers. Tommy for no. lunges forward, pulling your arm down, causing the syrup to spill all over his its face. Um, you see as the flesh just gurgles and boils until this Tommy Wiseau face is nothing but ruined human flesh. Uh, Gus, you ate that. I did. I ate a lot of that. (laughs) (laughs) Just like it. I had more than a taste. I get the feeling my stomach. Not you, you, Gus. Agent Green had a taste. Yeah, a taste. Perfectly well within the parameters of safety. Just like my hot dog stand. You know, I would take another gamble with a taste of normal syrup. <laughs> How do my insides feel? Surprisingly okay. Kind <laughs> of kind of leaden because there's a lot of pancakes in there. That's a normal sensation after yeah. eating that many pan- pancakes. Yeah. And uh, Gus, I would actually, personally, I would assume that it's probably thanks to uh, the little gift in the noggin that uh, your, your, your friends, the Greys, uh, gave you. Oh, hell yeah. I take another bite. (laughs) (laughs) I threw it at the guy. Oh, you've got, you've got it loaded. You have Jeb loaded. Look at all these pancakes, man. I'm in heaven. You have a fully automatic Jeb. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's a Borderlands gun. I wouldn't be surprised. But, uh, I say down, down down the stairs then, or ladder. What is it? Um, it's a ladder now that you're looking at it. Ladder leading down. First, and uh, Stacy's going to grab the syrup, the normal okay. syrup, and pour a bit down the ladder. You do that. To kill the one that fell in. Yeah. You hear... <sighs> I was going to assume its legs were broken, but sure, we can be sadistic about it. That's okay. What? And I start just climbing down the ladder. Okay. That's sadistic. And she follows. Gus also guys... follows. Okay, excellent. You guys uh, <laughs> climb down this ladder. You find yourself what looks like a, a very large tunnel. Um, there is some very scant lighting once you walk a couple feet. Um, about a bare light bulb every hundred feet or so. Um, you guys make your way down here. Walk for probably a good hour until you come across anything of note. Um, the thing that you come across are three... Five figures slumped against the walls of the tunnel. You can see them up ahead. Are they wearing robes? Um, you cannot tell at this distance. Yeah, there's nothing over their heads. You can, like, see a shape of a head. Gus, on uh, one of those fancy newfangled gadgets that you've got, do any of them have a flashlight? I open up my Motorola Razor, and the screen light illuminates a little bit in front of us. Luckily, that's enough. You shine your Motorola razor light down the tunnel, and it illuminates five figures that you, Gus, recognize very well. Uh, these are greys. These are the aliens we think of as Roswell aliens with big heads and big eyes. And the There's five of them slumped down in the tunnel um, against the walls. They were in armor, like body armor, um, and there's a variety of firearms and, um, like, like, um, what are the things where you pull a pin out called? Grenades. Grenades! Grenades! They're around them, um, assumingly part of their, like, weapons cache. One turns and looks at you in the faint phone light. Do Brother! I rec- Do I recognize any of these greys? No, they all look the same. Oh. You wow. can't tell. They're greys. You can't tell them <laughs> apart. Yeah, yeah, I know. And I can't would... help but feel that that's at least a little bit gracist. 
I mean, of all people, of all humans, Gus would be the person to have the most say about what is and isn't gracist. <laughs> Played by Connor. <laughs> say it. Son Grayson. Grayson. I've done my job. Good night, everybody. Good job. You did good. <laughs> Gus leaves. <laughs> i'm done yep so you see a bunch of aliens uh in the hall one says ow one says brother i brother. look at gus yep i Wait. also look at gus uh well i i i do not know this one and i kind of lean down next to it i i think you're mistaken i i ain't your brother yeah the the alien reaches up and puts its hand on your cheek You can tell now that you're close. These other aliens are all dead. This one is on its last breaths. And it says, Avenge us. And then it pushes a bunch of weapons toward the three of you. And then it dies. I collect all the grenades. Well, shit. I think this thing still thought I was its brother. And I feel kind of bad about that whole situation. Stacy is immediately picking up all the grenades. Okay, you have grenades. Um, Looking down at some of the firearms, I just... uh, Gus, I have no idea how these work. Is it just the same as a normal old Rudy Tooty point and shooty? Uh, do I need to roll for that? I mean, you get a plus one if you do. I'm gonna roll for that. Uh, two plus one is three. Got <gasps> it. Passing. Tell me what they are like. All right. Well, this one here, uh, the uh, the the local colloquial name is the deboner. Uh, it removes the bones. Uh, and I held that one to him. Uh, I realize, you know, in English, it's definitely a dirty name. It's not, you know, it translates differently. Oh also, Connor didn't realize as he was saying it until the words were already out of his mouth and it was too late. Um, it's good. It's good. This Can- one here. It's canon. This one here fires a big old ball of lightning. I call it Little Zappy. And I put that one in your hand. And, Holding uh, the log. How large is the deboner? Because you made a like you made a gesture that it's about the size of like an rpg Uh, (laughs) rpg launcher i should say yeah sure it's a big big gun okay and And then lil zappy is like the cricket from mib yep yeah i was gonna say and so holding those two uh and well this one here uh was called the bad time um but this (laughs) one's broken i can't fix this one oh yeah I mean, point of order, you can. Just, like, just so you know. I feel like I've created too much chaos already with the two weapons I have There's willed no into such this thing. world. Alright, I'll I fix... I will give you one more. I'll fix the bad time. Okay. What does the bad time do? Well, the bad time, it's like... Alright, so are you familiar with uh, Earth and LSD? Yes. Imagine that, but, like, you point, you, the bad trip also eats you from the inside out. Great. Mm-hmm. I'll take that one. And I'll I'll hand over the deboner back to you. <laughs> and then I'll hand uh, the <clears throat> little zappy to Stacy. You guys have good guns now and also a mechanical arm that can whack people and shoot out pancakes. Throw I pancakes. Hand the... Like frisbees. Yes. Yep. Stacy just like arranges the different kinds of grenades and stuff on her and then carries little zappy. I figured that was more your preference. The tunnel splits Not left really. and right. Which way do you go? Good adventurers go left. Do we want to collapse the other one? Um, well, I am going to make a roll to look for footsteps and uh, okay. that sort of thing. Great. One. 
Oh no. Okay, hold up. It's so in this game it's not just you fail, it's this other odd plot point occurs. So <laughs> you don't see footsteps, but what you definitely do hear are footsteps pounding up from the right hallway. Um there it sounds like a rightful army swarming up towards you. Um do I Left. hear this as well? Yes. This is happening. I'm gonna toss a single grenade down that tube. Okay. To collapse it on the army. Okay. With explosive assassination. One grenade? You're throwing one grenade. That seems like a multi-grenade job, Keith. <clears throat> yeah. I'm very I'm happy back to them give on this, this one. to you, but I cannot allow one grenade. I mean, it is an alien grenade. It is an alien grenade specifically designed to do seismic damage. You don't know that. It is an sure, alien grenade specifically she's designed an alien. to do seismic damage. Reptilian shapeshifters were here before us, Keith. Get your facts right. I will not stand for this. You throw a grenade, it explodes and collapses the hallway. You guys run down the left side. Um, you Are you running or are you walking? Uh, I'm walking. I'm walking. Okay. I do not run. In a breezy <laughs> 20 minutes, the path curves. <laughs> Um, and then opens up, and before you, you see a vast cavern. Um, there are stairs that lead down. It seems like you're at a very high vantage point. What you see below you can only be described as a factory. Um, there is conveyor belts and vats and lots of mechanical items happening. And you know what? It kind of looks like the way that hot dogs are made. It is kind of gross, but what you do see coming out of the end production tract are Tommy Wiseau's. Um, about every minute a new one is birthed, they have robes on. They are not nude. I cannot deal with a nude Tommy Wiseau, even in fiction. That means um, that the robes are part of their skin. <laughs> yes. It's going to be real hard for you to watch the room then, Sam. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm aware of that. I can't deal with it. Um, and what is hanging over this entire cavern is just this huge brain um, that is contained within a big tank hanging from the ceiling. You oh. think to yourselves, it's probably what the Illuminati wanted us to find. Oh, hey, it's the room. What if it was something completely different? <laughs> <laughs> what if the Illuminati was like, hey guys, there's a weird showing of the room going on. It's killing people. And we found Tommy Wiseau's birthing pod. You also see, um, there's a produ the end production um, line, but you also see a, like, runoff line, like, with all the waste products. And it's definitely being poured into little IHOP syrup pitchers. It looks like the only thing that comes out of this production that isn't a fully birthed Tommy Wiseau as a grown adult man is normal syrup. So they, they, they take, they make... They make Tommy Wiseau hot dogs and yeah. take the normal out of them. Yeah. <laughs> so they make people and they take the normal out of them. And no. they get Tommy Wiseau's. No, they make people made out of hot dogs. Well, no, it's this it's a similar production as to how oh, okay. you you put you put yes in. So so you <laughs> they make people out of misc. Yes. Out of miscellaneous. Yes. And remove the normal. Yes. Yes. That sounds like an accurate representation of Tommy Wiseau, and I feel like he would actually agree. That's Absolutely good. disgusting as Gus takes another bite. <laughs> don't, 
eat that, that can't be good for you. Yeah, well, it ain't killed me yet. Well, um, if you don't mind, when we get done with this, uh, we'll be sending some people probably every Tuesday to just check on your gastrointestinal tract. Yeah, that I mean, makes why? sense. Oh, hi, doggy. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why y'all looking at me funny? Just live your life, Gus. You're doing great. Live your very normal life. Now, the question here is, did they want us to destroy the brain? That's probably where the lots of blood comes in. Would you guys agree? Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, why not? How do you get to the brain? I aim the bad time at it. Okay, there we go. That seems right. And uh, with her knowledge of how hot dogs are made, she's going to just... (laughs) Shacy is just going to lob a couple grenades into prime positions. Yep. Yeah, you know where things would be added that would also cause explosion. Yeah, I'm... Yep, yep, yep. yep. I have mechanical sabotage. And she's a hot dog vendor. Yep. With explosive assassination. Gus is gonna coat Jeb's pancake armaments in normal and start flinging them at the Wiseaus as they exit the brain. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So this is what happens. Uh, first, Stacy lines up her shot perfectly, um, lobbing just so far across this cavern, these grenades, like, this shouldn't happen. Hi, you're a reptilian shapeshifter. This is, I ha- it hasn't come into play and you get to throw super far. Congratulations. You just lob these grenades. Um, she probably turns back into a reptile then to do yeah. it. I'm sorry, we didn't get to that as much as I wanted. We're really no, good fine. at pretending to be a human. Um, you lob these grenades, and as these just noxious explosions begin erupting across this factory, we see uh, we see Milo like taking aim with the bad time toward this giant brain. A beam of piercing green light goes shooting off into the cortex of this brain, shattering through the glass that holds it. Um, and under his breath, he uh, anybody who might be able to hear him just hears him go. When the green beam just he just goes avaya kadabra. <laughs> <laughs> you um. And Stacy just goes nerd. You think that the um, the brain would explode? That would that was your first thought. But what actually happens is it starts to swell and it gets bigger and bigger before it just explodes and blood rains down upon not just you but all of the Tamuzos who are coming out of this machine. And in this rain of blood, you see Gus, the brother of the Greys, standing there just flinging some pancakes with his robot arm. At the dummy was those who have come into overdrive as they're piling out of this machine due to the explosions further along the line. Then the cavern starts to collapse and you all... (laughs) (laughs) You all just grab each other and start running like the best friends you are. You run out of this room. You run up some conveniently placed stairs and emerge into the forests of Vermont. You see an IHOP in the distance. And as IHOP crumbles into the sinkhole that suddenly come up, you think, I could go for some hot dogs right now. Does the pee fall down and turn into a bee? <laughs> IHOP. IHOP. Not even in this story. <laughs> it's not even gonna work with the Illuminati. From the, from the collapsing cavern, we just hear, Oh, hi, Mark. And there we or, have Mr. Cyst. 
Do we hear? You're tearing me apart. That's the post-credits. Like, at the very end of the credits, that's what you just see one hand shaking out of the pit and slam down as one last living Tommy Wiseau pulls himself into view. Says, you're tearing me apart, line, and Sam's gonna watch this movie for next year. (laughs) (laughs) I love this game. And they're all eating hot dogs like the shawarma seam in in Avengers. (laughs) He's making several phone calls. Yes, I know. We destroyed an entire IHOP. I'm already working on an entire... Hold on. Just say it was the terrorists that they found at the border. 053 is calling now. Click. Yes, 3. Yes, I know. I saw the news. How could you possibly see the news about a news van being stolen? You you can't report that. We stole the news van. Yes, I understand there are other news stations. So, hey, Gus, why does everybody talk like you now? What? What are you talking about? Is it because that's just normal now? Well, you see, I have a theory. I think this thing what's in my brain, I feel like it telepathically puts my great voice into everybody else's voice box. So you're a parasite. Um, well, that's just hurtful, and now you don't get a high five from Jeb. And I hold up Jeb. <laughs> Who gives you the finger? I hold up a hand while I'm still talking on the phone. I give Milo a high five with Jim. And as it fades out, Stacy's just illusion shimmers. Someone screams. Yep. <laughs> I have to call you back. There's oh another gosh. incident. <laughs> so that's Conspiracist, the game they don't want you to play. Um, yeah, that was that was what happened. This is how this game always goes. Yep. I feel like Did... more bad things happened to us when we played, though. Before? When the At guy Gen who Con. made the game made you do bad things? Yeah, mm-hmm, probably uh-huh. true. <laughs> I mean, we did find the Holy Sword Excalibur that was a gun blade and used it to I blow up a sea lab that. full of Nazis. Okay. That's right. Yes, we did. Well, I did my best. I did not make this game. This is the first time I've ever run this game. <laughs> you it, did a great job, Sarah. So... It was goddamn wonderful. I would encourage Tommy people to do it. this if if it's something um like like it's so much improv and it's absolutely terrifying and if that makes you uncomfortable you should probably do it because it makes your brain do things that it's not good at and that is called growth and that's what the Illuminati wants. So again I wanna say thank you guys for playing. Um wanna say Thanks thank you for to, running it, Sam. You're welcome. I wanna say say thank you to Sterling Joyner, who made this game in the first place, again, you guys should go check it out. It's called Conspiracist, the game they don't want you to play. It's on Kickstarter. I'm That's a lie. I just said the <laughs> word Kickstarter because I'm so used to saying that games are on Kickstarters. He has a Patreon. Wow. Please go support him. There's also drive through RPG. You can purchase it there on a PDF. Lovely game. And we'll be back next week with some more Tales of Misadventure from the D&D crew. I hope you enjoyed Illuminister. And I hope that your Illuministers are full of drinking mimosas, Cadbury eggs, and rabbits who are standing in the middle of highways and not reacting to Oh god, was that the Easter reference? Yep. (laughs) That's all it- Didn't lay an egg? Nope. That's the post-post-credit scene. (laughs) The bunny lays an egg. (laughs) That's what they actually wanted us to check out, was the bunny that lays eggs. (laughs) Thanks for listening, you guys. We'll see you soon. We won't see you. You'll hear us soon. Bye. Hey, hey, Sam, okay. Sam, Sam, wait. 
same, same wait before you before you sign off. Hold on, it's Pip here. Can I can I talk to the nice folks at home for a second? Pip, I didn't know that you solved the puzzle dungeon that we trapped you in to keep you away from our offices. Yeah, yeah, you know, it it took me a long time, and uh, you did not really give me a whole lot of water, but, you know, it, it's fine, I made do, Pip made do. That was uh, intentional, Pip. Uh, you know, I, I, listen, I don't want to unionize, but uh, especially because I can't since I'm only one employee. Uh, someone's been sent, uh, uh, no, no, no reason, no one's been sending me, uh, uh, literature about OSHA regulations on the DL. Uh, nobody. So, uh, 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 I don't know what you're talking about. But anyway, can, can I, uh, can, I, I wanted to talk to the folks for a second. Is that okay? Please, go for it. Hey, everybody, Pip here, your, your friendly neighborhood tech goblin. So, uh, uh, you know, the, uh, uh, the, the gang here has been oh so kind as to, to give me a, what they call a living wage. Uh, see, they have decided to pay me in podcast reviews. It's also my food, you know, like the, the, the higher, the, the more stars on that review, the more nutrition it is for tech goblins like me. And also the more it's worth so I can buy things like a sock. So, <laughs> As if he'd be able to afford a sock. I do want to remind you, Pip, uh, you are a tech goblin, not a house elf. A yeah. sock will not buy your freedom. Well, no, no, it's just for keeping my foot warm. Okay, just just so we're clear on that. Yeah, no, I, I'm aware of the, that these these stipulations. You uh, signed the contract. But anyway, what I want to tell the folks is, hey, you know, if you if you care about Pip's well-being, and by Pip I mean me, because I'm Pip, uh, you need to go. You need to go on the iTunes. You need to go to Google Play. You need to go to wherever you leave podcast reviews and leave one. Leave one for Pip. I'm so hungry. Hungry. All right, Pip. Let's here. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take <laughs> guys. I'm gonna take him back to the to the puzzle dungeon. No, don't take me back to the puzzle dungeon. Change all the box. Just put dungeon. him in this box. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, that's bad. That's good. Okay. I've duct tape. Uh, uh, do, do we have any of those like fifty sided Rubik's cubes? No, those are too easy for him. I have that triangle one. Yeah, that'll work. Let's do that. All right. No, not the Rubik's Pyramids cubes. Pyramids are good. I can't see color. No. <laughs> I love the idea that goblins are colorblind. <laughs> oh my god. Not all goblins, just Pip. I'm back oh, now. Not, hashtag goblins. not all goblins. Hashtag not all goblins. Oh god.